With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Yo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, a shocking final from Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals, the way the Celtics quit and gave up in Game 3. You thought, well, the Heat is going to show up and... Hey, we got five Celtics are going to say, okay, yeah, we're getting back on the plane. But no, the Celtics don't just win this game. They win it going away 116 to 99. They shoot 50% from the floor. Jason Tatum, 34 points, 11 rebounds, and seven assists to lead the way for the Celtics. The much maligned. Jason Tatum leading the way, meanwhile, for the Heat. Jimmy Buckets, after a really slow start, he heats up, finishes with 29-9 and nine boards, but not nearly enough as a game that we thought was going to get closer in the fourth quarter. 
it just never materialized. Now the Celtics win this game, they go back home, and all of a sudden Celtics in seven is going to be trending everywhere on Twitter, Mike Harmon. <laughs> they win game five, they go back down to Miami, they win game six, and it's going to be a bench game that wins game six. And then they come back to they come back in game seven, and Tatum scores like 50, and they win, they go on to the NBA Finals. Everybody's got it all planned out for this. Celtics in seven, Celtics in seven, Celtics in seven. Well, even before this game tipped off, it was, well, normally, you know, you have these series where it's 3-0 and the better team has it. I'm not so sure. I was like, wait, they lost all three games with some bad decision-making and terrible shooting down the stretch. Yet you're going to try to claim that uh, Boston was still the superior team. Yeah, they were the number two seed. Guess what? They had gotten worked. And all of the undrafted players, because that's all the thought pieces the last 48 hours related to the Heat and Jimmy Butler's playlist, that all all of a sudden all all of that was flowing up as a, well, you know what, there's the underdog you have to love. But wait, now that they, they win a game, that the Celtics go in and steal game four to stave off elimination and Jason Tatum goes 14 of 22 with 33 11 and 7 uh everybody's all excitable uh they shot 18 for 44 from three point range 40% they made 10 more three point shots than did the heat in this one heat also with 16 turnovers to uh Two very large, looming, uh, glowing things from the box score as we flow through. But this one was never really in doubt. That big third quarter, 38-23, does it all for Boston in this one. I mean, look, let's talk about this now because now this is what it, where it's going to be. Where it's hey, the door's be. open, buddy. Let's go. Yeah, here, here comes One Celtics in seven. Oh, yeah, here comes Celtics in seven, Boston seven, Boston seven. Look, I, I, I am going to give you this. It's going to happen at some point, right? We're going to get it. We're getting 16 seeds winning sure. in the NCAA tournament now. Eventually, a team is going to come back from down three zip and win a series in the NBA. It, it's, it's going to happen. But this Celtics team is so Jekyll and Hyde from game to game. Are they really going to put together four incredible games in a row? I don't care where the games are. Right. He'd already won the first two in Boston, right? Are they really going to put together four incredibly great games that's going to win this series? Uh, so it's a team that's been so Jekyll and Hyde throughout the entire end of the regular season and play the last 15 games of the regular season and the playoffs is going to suddenly go, yo, now we got it now. Now we're good. Now we're good. <laughs> everybody wanted everybody fired or traded. Oh, yeah. Five hours ago, now it's, oh, the Celtics, we're going to do everything. It's great, man. You can, Tatum's going to score. Listen, here's how it's going to go. The bench will have a big game in game five. It'll be Brogdon having a big night, and we're going to win game five. And now the Heat are going to be really nervous in game six. And Jalen Brown's going to score 35 in game six. Then we send it back to Boston for game seven. And Tatum scores another 50. We win. I get I mean, really, you're, you're asking a team that is incredibly Jekyll and Hyde to come back and win and put four big games in a row together. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's not going to be the Celtics. I thought it was funny. There, there was a, a sequence. I forget where it was in the fourth quarter, but there was a missed shot, and the Heat had an opportunity to, to bring it to 10. And it's like, all right, big shot here, and uh, here we go. Because then we get into the final five or six minutes of the game, and we've seen how that's uh, the excellence of execution has eluded uh, the Boston Celtics in many turns over the course of these playoffs in close games. But 
They're able to make another shot, got a big stop on that particular possession of ball. They got uh, kind of booted out of bounds, and, and then they go on and cruise to a 17-point win. But uh, assuming that this, you know, exorcised all demons, all's right with the world, no, um, getting one, sure. And a lot's been made in a lot of uh, – fun has been had at the expense of the good folks running the analytics department over uh, at ESPN. But, you know, folks immediately as they got to the fourth quarter going, well, you know, you know what's going on over there. The Celtics are now the favorite to win the series <laughs> as this game goes to the fourth quarter. Uh, down, and they're going to be down 3-1. But you know what? That momentum shift, let me tell you, it's going to be huge. Look, six players in double figures, a nice effort from Grant Williams in his 29 minutes. He had 14-6, and six, and he was plus 14 on tonight. You know, a guy that – Everybody was tracking what's happened between these two teams in every statistical category uh, since he walked up and got all hard uh, on Jimmy Butler there and tried to mean mug him. And, and well, he, he held his own in this one. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike. It's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hey, Jason. Show. Yeah, what do you got, Frostburg? You know how it can be the Celtics to be the first team to come back uh, down 0-3? Okay, let me think. How is this going to involve the Knicks and slash or the Mets? No, I promise. I'm leaving the Knicks out of this one. Or the Jets. Okay, Okay, go ahead. Even though I want to include them, I'm not going to. It's too low-hanging. Okay. (laughs) You invite A-Rod and Jeter like Uh they were in attendance tonight. They were The 2004 Yankees. Just get the whole cast there. Oh, I didn't think about it. Okay, we just get all the 2004 Yankees. All right, all right. That might work. That might work. Okay, let me write that down. 2004. I'll call A-Rod. I mean, it worked and tonight. Jeter. Yeah. Did they no, bring uh, Jeter David Ortiz there? and give him a microphone for game five? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need to represent because this is our blanket city. <laughs> and now I'm going to go fight Alex Rodriguez in front of all of you. And he just goes over and just starts wailing yeah, on good. A-Rod. Is a now fight. I'm on board with this. And then Man. you have Jeter hand out gift baskets to the Heat after every win. Nice. Oh, oh, that could that could work. See, I'm thinking more like Jeter starts jumping in the fight, and it kind of looks like when Captain America and the Winter Jeter Soldier fight? are fighting Iron Man, and he's he's, they're, he's he's hitting him with his repulsor rays, and the Cap's hitting him with the shield, and the Winter Soldier's hitting him with his arm, and just back and forth. That's kind of what I'm thinking it's gonna it would look like with Poppy in the middle as Iron Man. You need to tell your dad that Jeter let America down tonight. Oh, you know, you know what? I, you know, you Say bring it to up his my, face. You know, you bring up my dad, and I actually have a good story about my dad today. You want, oh you want to hear story about my dad? You want to get, no, Let's no, go, this is, Walt. This, oh, what's going on? Oh my goodness! All right, so let's just Did finish. Bite this. somebody's okay. ear off and punch them in the gut with a bowling ball. Look, look, this Celtics team not coming back from down three zip. Now here, no. so no today I had to take my dad. He had his colonoscopy appointment. So a TMI. You know, I, I have to tell. Well, I tell you, it's what it is. I'm no, not going to give you details of it. He had his colonoscopy. So I have to go pick him up. You know, you can't drive home after your colonoscopy. So I'm like, all right. I go, what time should I come back? He says, they'll call you. I said, all right, great. So I get a phone call from the recovery room. Say, hey, is this, is this Jason? I said, yeah, it is. I said, okay, well, we have uh, your dad here. He's going to be ready to go in about uh, 20 minutes if you want to come and get him. Awesome. So I, I make my way up there, and I text him before I go. I go, hey, I just got a phone call. Are you good to go? Uh, just making sure you're okay. And he texts me back on my way up, and it says, he goes, yep, good to go. I'll, I'll see you here. I said, okay, great. So then I'm about 
I don't know, five or seven minutes away, and I get a phone call from the hospital again. Is this is this Jason? Yes, it is. Okay, just want to know your your dad's going to be ready for um, uh, for discharge. Have you you haven't seen him yet? Have you haven't gotten here yet? I said no. I'm I'm on my way. Be there in about five. He goes okay. All right, great. Just let let, let us know when you get here. Okay. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. So then I'm only a couple minutes away, and I get a phone call, and the guy sounds frantic. And I go, hi, this is Jason. And he goes, hi, Jason, this is Jason, you are Walt Smith's dad, and uh, Walt Smith's son? I go, yeah. He goes, okay, you haven't picked him up yet, have you? And I said, no, no, I'll be there in like two or three minutes. He goes, all right, have you heard from him? I go, yeah, he texted me, said to come pick him up, and, and you called me, so I'll be there. He goes, I said, will he be ready to go? I go, yeah, uh, but we need a couple of minutes because uh, we just got to do a couple of quick things, and, and, and we'll let you know when, when he's ready. I said, okay, hang up the phone. And Pam is with me, and Pam goes, they don't know where he is. I said, what? She goes, I guarantee you that something happened, and they don't know where he is. He broke out. I go, oh, my God. Okay, all right. Operation breakout. It's not Rocket Raccoon saving the Guardians. It's Walt Smith. (laughs) Time to be the captain again. So I I pull up to the front of the the, the hospital, getting ready to go in, and he's standing out front. I'm like, oh, all right, so he's okay. He gets in the car. I go, you okay? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, all right, because a couple people just called me saying they they wanted to make sure I was there, that you are okay. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, all right, great. So we get in the car. We're going home. Phone rings again, and it's a different person going, hey, is this Jason Smith? I go, yes, it is. I go, okay, so um, by any chance, is your dad, Walt Smith, with you? And I said, yes, yes, he is. I said, yes. I go, yeah, I picked him up outside, out front like five minutes ago. And, and the guy says, okay. He goes, I found him. His son has him. His son has him. Okay, and I hang up and I go, Dad, did you tell anybody you were leaving or did you just walk out of the hospital? He goes, I don't know. They were all smiling. I kind of waved. I got up and on. I go, Dad, these people have been looking for you. They thought you were a disappearing patient for the last 40 minutes. You can't just – did you just walk out? He goes, they knew I was leaving. I waved. I I, I I said, you just went out and went down. Did you sign out or anything? No. Did you tell anybody you were leaving? No. So this hospital was frantic. They thought they lost a patient. For a good half hour. Where's that guy with the backwards Yankee hat? We can't find him. I don't know where he is. Just call his son again. See if he's there. Was the person who called you Nurse Ratchet? They were were calling my dad's cell. He wasn't answering. They called my son. Just keep calling his son. Just keep calling his son. I'm like, Dad, you had these people in a panic. They thought they lost a page. He goes, I don't know. I just just walked out. So my dad just decided. Wow. wow. Now I want to know what what happened, Jason, though, if they couldn't find him. Oh, the Yankee game was on somewhere. But just say you had... you said, no, I ain't got him. What happened after? Yeah, I should have said that. I go, no, I don't have him. Why? Well, what, hap- <laughs> what happened? And what happens now? I mean, what do we do? Dev, you, did you lose my dad? If you dare, lost I'm my suing dad, you. I will sue you for every single penny that you have. It would be tough because it, my dad gets his benefits through the VA being a veteran. So it would be tough to sue the VA. I would, I would want to take their money. You don't support um, your dad? No, I do, but I wouldn't want to sue the VA. I mean, then then it would. Who knows if I win all that kind of money? That's a lot of a lot of vets that don't get health care. I bet you he found a TV with Yes Network. No, <laughs> no I'm telling you, just, that's what happened. He just he just walked out. He just walked. That's out. so great. <laughs> do, 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 do you have him now? Going, no, yeah, no, no, no. Well, my dad? No, I don't. I don't. Who are you? Wait, talking who the about? hell's Walt? <laughs> who the? I don't know. I don't have my my dad. My dad lives in 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 Kenosha, Wisconsin. What are you talking about? I don't know. Prank caller. I don't know caller. this guy. <laughs> <laughs>
I know this guy. Oh, so that's my dad today. So he had a whole hospital, oh, like, nervous as hell for a good half hour because they thought they lost a patient. Did he just walk out of here? Now, I'm picturing my dad like in a movie when, when the hero wakes up and he just starts ripping the IVs out and all the, the, the <laughs> things they stick on you for whatever, you know, uh, 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 tests they're running that don't really mean anything. I'm just ripping this off. I'm getting my shoes, getting on, and I'm walking out of the house. <laughs> and I'm not going to see anybody. He just walked out of the house. Straight out of the house. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca might get swollen dome tonight show brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle RV boat ATV and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com well coming up next very special insider covering the NBA playoffs. Stops by to talk about Game 5 because now we're getting a Game 5 between the Celtics and the Heat. Am I wrong? And we could see the Celtics in 7? I mean, I'm not. What uh, are you doing? All this and the latest on LeBron. Coming up next right here, Jason and Mike. This is Fox Sports Radio. Shopping for tires can be deflating, like watching the Mets play the Cubs tonight. That was pretty rough. Not at TireRack.com, where fast, free shipping and free road hazard protection are just the start. Did you know they test tires? They got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. You're looking for great traction and a comfortable ride? They share their results so you can make an informed choice. Go to TireRack.com sports and tell them what you drive. You're not sure where to begin? That's cool. Try the tire decision guide for a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Bridgestone tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers with free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation is also available in many areas, and they'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios where we just watched the Celtics surprise everybody. By showing up, putting in a great effort, they yeah. blow out the heat in game four. They now forced game five of the Eastern Conference Finals. We got that. We have LeBron James. Is he really potentially going to walk away at the end of the season? Joining us now on the hotline, nobody better than a man who was covering all the exit interviews today with the Lakers. I believe uh, he was asked his opinion and was let go by the Lakers in the latest round of how do we improve the team. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. That is at Mark G underscore Medina, a uh, longtime friend of the show. Mark, what's happened, man? I'm, I'm sorry the Lakers didn't need you for next season, but maybe the Knicks can grab you. Who knows? That uh, coaching interview last year, so they decided to get back at me this year. But you know what? Whatever. I don't want to deal with uh, you know LeBron James is uh, you know flakiness on whether he wants to play basketball again or not. All right. Well, let, let's start there. We'll, we'll get to the Celtics and the Heat in a second here. You know, a, a bit of a surprise last night. LeBron deciding to take the time after the Lakers got eliminated after a long season to say, "Hey, it's all about me. I may not come back." Is there any way, I mean, you, you were there today with everything going on. Is there a real thought that he might not come back, or is this more this could be a tactic to try to get the team better, to try to get the Lakers to admit they will take Bronny when he comes in, or I'm just going to get some time off beginning of the season? You know, what, what did you see you were there looking at today? Yeah, what I sense is that uh, they're, they're certainly taking what LeBron James may or may not do seriously because he's LeBron James, but talking to people who are even close to him as well as the people in the Lakers organization, there's a strong feeling that he's going to come back, that this is a product of you know, getting swept against Denver, really just emptying the clip and just exhausting everything that he could in his 20th season, showing some dominance, but then showing father time, getting some jabs back in him. And uh, just when you compile all those things with his foot injury, it all boiled together. And so I think what they think is give him a few days, a week, whatever, take your time. At that point, he'll start feeling rejuvenated and say, you know what, I do want to honor the two years left on my contract. Uh, you know, that's going to be almost $97 million. I do want to try to fulfill that dream of playing with Bronny sometime in the NBA. I want to fulfill that uh, quest of just continuing to win more championships because the more you win titles, 
the more that legacy talk comes into play about, you know, looking at Kobe Bryant and Steph Curry and Michael Jordan, all those guys that we love to debate on well. So, yeah, I think he'll be back, but, you know, until they get the official word, they'll just uh, bide their time. Well, in the interim, though, Mark, it was a good job to get all and deflect all attention from the Nuggets winning a game, <laughs> that final minute yeah. of decisions and ineptitude. Oh, and the fact that he got swept. So it's not about legacy. It's not like it's it's and what that series meant. It was all about wow, he could retire. Good Vegas misdirection. Look, Michael, Michael Malone's on to something, right? Everyone's talking about the Lakers today and if LeBron James is going to retire as opposed to, hey, the, the Denver Nuggets just got to the, uh, to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. Now, how about this? I cut it both ways. I did some LeBron pieces. I did some pieces on Nikola Jokic. You know, Calvin Booth, the Nuggets GM, telling me that this is the best he's ever seen of Nikola this season, even more than the MVP awards because he's still playing at a good level and he's in a great all these new players with healthy Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and some new uh, players, you know, across the line here, you know, with Contavious Caldwell Pope. So at least I'm blameless here with this fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> I look, when, when I look at it, we talked about this last night. When it first, when he first said, "Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do." In the end, it comes down to me for this. Could it be a little bit of pressure on the Lakers to make sure they continue to improve the team? Yeah. Could it be, I really want to play with Bronny? Yeah, I think that's part of it. But the other part, I think, is that he probably just wants to take some time off. He yeah. doesn't want to play the whole season. He, you, know, let, let, you know, you guys play the first 30-some-odd games. I need time off, and I'll work myself back into shape, and I'll be there to play the last 40 games. Because he's at that point now where I think for my last two years of my deal, I can do that. And I can say, I need time off. I'm, I'm dinged up. I had surgery. I had this. And he's just looking for a way to say, yeah, I want to save myself. I don't want to because if I, if I play too many minutes, I'll wind up getting hurt. I'll get posterized on some plays. I don't want people to see that. I want to preserve my image. So if I come back and play less, that's what I'm looking at. And I can see him taking off time. And we don't see him with the Lakers again until maybe early 2024. You know, you get into January and February. That's maybe when we see him. Yeah, well, I think they'll definitely have more clarity before that, and uh, I don't think that he's going to be like a part-time player, but I think to the point that you hit on is there's some sort of Da Vinci Code, ulterior motives, pressure on the front office to do certain things. You never discount that because LeBron James has had a history of doing that, especially during his time with the Lakers, but for what it's worth, people around him say that has nothing to do with anything, and I am fascinated about, you know, kind of the direction the, the Lakers could go. Uh, you know, you, you see Kyrie Irving and Trey Young at Laker games, and you think, okay, those are potential <laughs> trade targets. And LeBron James is always about big game hunting, and he he's stated that he wants to team up with Kyrie Irving. But on the other hand, in his uh, post game interviews, he did kind of leave some pa- uh, some uh, paper trail crumbs here to follow. Here, as much as he expressed uncertainty of, oh, I don't know what the roster is going to look like. There's a lot of free agents. He expressed a lot of gratitude for what the new players did post-trade deadline with dramatically changing the team. He also talked about when he was out for 13 games because of that foot injury that, A, he felt bad because he always wants to be available, but, B, that he expressed gratitude that they played really well without him, and that energized them to want to get back in the swing of things and make that playoff push. And so – he might be of the mind, especially knowing how terrible the whole Russell Westbrook experiment went, that 
maybe being boring and having continuity is a good thing. And if that's the case, that's good, because the Lakers clearly drew a line in the sand today at exit interviews that while there is that old adage with free agency, they never know what will happen, and they'll take advantage of any opportunities that come their way. They're very much leaning into, let's retain as many of the free agent, pending free agents that we have now because we want to have chemistry and continuity moving into next season. Now, what will that look like? There's a lot of questions to be answered about how they manage the cap, what certain guys, you know, numbers are appropriate, what interest will they get in the outside market. But it very much felt like talking to Rob Plink and Darvin Ham that they want to keep as much as this group moving forward. So it'll be interesting to see if that actually plays out. Certainly did appreciate the fact that Kyle Kuzma said, hey, I've heard this before, <laughs> and I've been down this road before. Uh, but, Mark, last night, as, as soon as LeBron came out for him by himself, Jason and I were sitting in the studio, and we looked at each other and go, all right, this is going to be different. Just waiting to see what was good because Anthony Davis didn't walk out with him, right? They've been lockstep, one one side by side this entire postseason, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, it's me by myself. Turn those spotlights on. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, he was nursing a lot of you know pain with this injury, and that was the other thing that I think really crystallized why he was in this sour mood. I mean, it, this foot injury was something that. Doctors had said could require surgery, and you know he didn't do something that was going to potentially derail his career. But what he did do is get other second opinions from doctors that gave him both the assurances and the opinion that hey, you can play through this so long as you're willing to ma- manage the pain tolerance because it's going to hurt like you know what every time you step on the floor. And when you look at the fact that they had to just scratch and claw their way to get into the playoffs, and then once the playoffs started, they're playing every other night, I think that that exhausted them. And as I'm thinking about this out loud, there might be some Laker fans that are wondering, well, why would we keep the same group if this is what their ceiling was? And it's a fair question to be asked, especially knowing that LeBron James is going to be a year older. But I think in this whole continuity argument and defense is that part of the reason why LeBron just hit the finish line in exhaustion, why the Lakers kind of capped out is they were playing from behind for nearly half a season because of the terrible fit with Russell Westbrook. So the idea if they're coming in refreshed in training camp and not having to play from behind and playing up to what their record was second half of the season, which was third best in the NBA, maybe there is that comfort level that LeBron doesn't have to exert as much energy, and they, he can follow what Jason's model was of starting until the second half of the season. NBA insider Mark Medina, our guest here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. All right, so from there, with which if LeBron gets time off, he, he owes me money for that idea. <laughs> uh, you know, we, look, we watched the Celtics show up for game four like they needed to show up for game three. They're, they're confounding, they're puzzling. What did you see from this game tonight that, that gave us this surprising result that nobody saw coming? Well, it's very simple. It's amazing what happens when you have a team that gives a damn and actually hustles. And it, it all started with that third quarter push, you know, outscoring Miami 38 to 23. And I think as elementary as this sounds, this really encapsulates what determines whether an NBA team wins a playoff game or not. The number one thing that always starts is effort. It's not talent. It's not 
uh, coaching. It's not schemes and rotations. It's if the players that are on the floor are giving full maximum effort. Now, there's certainly going to be other factors that then trickle down, but if you take care of that main component, a lot of times that you know can help you on the winning side of things. And I think in Miami's case, while during this playoff run, they've usually showed up and compete. I think a lot of it was just human nature. They have a little bit of a wiggle room. They're up 3-0. Um, and, you know, the Celtics play like, you know, look, the, the, there's no stone that they can leave unturned or else their season's over. Now, I don't think that this is going to mean anything more than, hey, they have an extra game on Thursday. But at least it says something that, you know, they didn't end the season in just complete embarrassing fashion as they did in game three. Well, let's go back and talk about the, the Nuggets for a second because, uh, you know, I, I feel like I need to check a box, Mark, uh, since we talk a lot about yeah, the Yeah, don't disrespect Michael Malone here. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know, at some point someone called the mic to his face and he got mad. So we got, we got to be uh, careful as you go. Uh, Aaron Gordon was so so big to close that, that game out on both ends of the court. But defensively, you ever see anybody like Jamal Murray uh, out strengthen, uh, out, out, out muscle LeBron James coming into into the paint I mean that's one for the ages I think if you're Jamal Murray you have that blown up and hung up yeah it's wild I think that that play captured a lot of things they play really well as a team they're locked in they know their roles Aaron Gordon in particular ever since they got him two years ago he has been plug and play accepting his role as the utility guy uh, and they really embrace that. And in Jamal Murray's case, um, it shows that he's not afraid to mix it up, even after this ACL injury that he overcame. And I think one of the things that has been really instrumental with this team is not only have they been a lot healthier than the past two seasons when Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. were hurt, but they've been able to be on the better side of health partly because from top to bottom, there has been a strength within the, the training staff of really being disciplined in the weight, weight room, lifting after games so that they have full recovery days the next day, as well as maximizing you know the strength building after games. And that might sound simple, basic, obvious, but not every team follows that. But uh, I know talking to people in the Nuggets organization, they really felt like beyond the fact that they have Nikola Jokic and some continuity, that that was another thing that really helped them. So what that meant for that play Hey, you're not afraid to go up against this uh, this really uh, bulldog in LeBron James who could pile drive you when you drive down through the lane. Most most guys make the business decision of getting out of the way, while Jamal Murray decided to get in the way because he knew maybe this will stop him from scoring and potentially winning Game Four. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. That's at Mark G underscore Medina. NBA Insider covering. The NBA playoffs, check out his latest on SportsNot as well. Mark, as always, buddy, appreciate your time, and we will talk to you soon. And, hey, we may have repeated conversations because we may have like nine days or, or 12 or 15 <laughs> days between uh, the end of the Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals. We may have some stuff to fill. Well, don't worry. We'll keep it interesting. LeBron at some point will make his decision. And, look, we can start talking Knicks free agency early on, you know, for the next month, and maybe doing? that'll help. Well, how about this? How about the Knicks and the Lakers play a best of five in between that time to determine who the third best team is? We have a third place game. I really like that. Go international soccer style. I know those yeah. third place games, they really bring the competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you, buddy. We'll talk to you. Uh, See you, Mark. Sir, man, appreciate you.
Yeah, there goes Mark Medina. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Now, one thing I, I really disagree with Mark on there is that you really think LeBron James is going to make this decision soon? No. He's not going to hold us all NBA hostage over as much of the summer as possible. He likes having the limelight. He likes being talked about. What else is going to make him be talked about more than, hey, I may not play this season. I may retire. Who knows? I may wind up sitting out. I may want to go someplace else. He is going to keep everybody going and everybody guessing for the for most of the summer, and maybe we get something in the early fall when he decides what he wants to do. But the more time that goes on, more people talking about LeBron. Is he going to come back? Is he not? He's going to say, I'm waiting for the Lakers to sign players and improve. I want Kyrie or I want to do something else. he is going to play this out as long as possible we're not going to get an answer on this for a long time 100 percent. yeah he's not going anywhere it's Lakers or he's walking the earth like Kane and Kung Fu that's it does he the cops got him or they don't I mean that's it uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Well, coming up next, we have more from Game 4, the surprising and shocking final. The Celtics live to fight another day. The storyline that, honestly, I just can't get enough of because it's now so borderline ridiculous. I just have to laugh. It's next right here from the TireRack.com studios. Jason and Mike, Fox. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So the Celtics shock the world. They shock all of us. Hey, wait a minute. Shock the world by showing up in an Eastern Conference Finals game. That's kind of funny to say it that way. And they extend the series after you heard from Mark Medina. Hey, you had a lot of heart. You had a lot of hustle. That's what makes the difference in a lot of games is, is, is being able to play together. It's not the talent. It's about the heart and the hustle. So now the Celtics are going back to Boston and already trending all over social media is Boston in seven, Celtics in seven, Tatum in seven, all these crazy things. I just want to go back to now what is my favorite storyline because it changes 180 degrees every day. During the season, Joe Mazzulla was a really good head coach, right? He steps in for Ime Udoka after a bit of a shocker that the Celtics lost their head coach to a controversy, but Mazzulla comes in and the Celtics go and they win 57 games and they finish second in the East. That's pretty good. They get to the playoffs. Everything is fine, but now they they go down to the, to the Sixers and, oh, they're down 3-2. They're going to get knocked out. It's all Joe Mazzulla's fault. All his fault. He needs to be fired. 
but then they come back and they beat the Sixers. So it's not Missoula's fault. Hey, what a great gutty effort by the by the Celtics and Jason Tatum scores 51 in game 7. All right, no, no, Joe Missoula's great. Then we get to the series against the Heat, and the Celtics go down three-zip, and it's all Joe Missoula's fault. And everything you hear from Woj or anybody else on TV, it's all, he's lost the team, they're not trying hard, I don't know what he's doing with his timeouts, all the Joe, it's all Joe Missoula's fault, he's going to get fired. Then they win tonight. And suddenly, hey, everything is great again. Look at this. They stepped up for their head coach, and now they're going back home, and they can make it a game six with a big win at home, and now it's not Joe Missoula's fault anymore. I love this story so much because it's just a load of crap. It's an absolute load of crap. (laughs) Do all coaches have the same postseason? No. Do some coaches struggle in certain games? Yes, just like players do. But not everybody is Eric Spolster, who's probably, outside of Steve Kerr, the best head coach in the NBA. Um, yeah, he's a really good head coach. But you know what? The Celtics are more talented. And the game and the game's won on the floor. And how does it go from Joe Missoula's fault to not his fault to his fault to not? It's just a load of crap. They're not going to lose this series or lose in the playoffs because of Joe Missoula. Does he, did he make mistakes? Sure. But you know what? Tom Thibodeau made mistakes. No one's calling for his job, right? No one's saying Darvin Ham should be fired, even though he made some really bad mistakes, especially in the final minute of last night's game. But now, but it's like everybody is so is so bent on finding whose fault it is for the Celtics that it's, it's Joe Missoula. Not the fact that Jason Tatum can't get motivated from game to game or the fact that the bench players aren't stepping up. No, no, we got to find somebody and it's all Joe Missoula's fault, which is just a load of crap that they want to they put this loss entirely on him and this series entirely on him just because we got to blame somebody because we should be into the, into the NBA Finals by now. Well, you know the rules. Oh, man. You got to have a fall guy. I know. And you can't blame your superstars unless you can somehow start to ferret out some information that maybe they're at odds behind the scenes again. Things you thought were quelled and pushed aside over the course of the season that suddenly they've reemerged and our issues here, not, hey, this guy's playing through whatever injury, whatever. Again, excuses, reasons, whatever the case may be. And for Missoula, you have the record in games decided by five points or fewer. They've been dismal. They haven't won a game that way in the playoffs. That's why I was joking with you in the fourth, in the third quarter. We we're like, oh, they're they're tearing it up. It's like, ah, let's see where we're at with five minutes left. Then I'll give you a break. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so you have that flowing, and the expectations on this squad were huge. You bring back all the principles. You've got good role players. When you look at what White and Horford have been able to give you uh, throughout the season, you know, and and Horford with the veteran. Leadership. He also gave Jimmy Butler some some ammunition with the timeout, you know, kind of joking thing, gesture that's gone back and forth. But, yeah, when you have those kind of expectations, fair or not, head coach always comes into question. Yeah, but it's, it's, it goes from it's his fault to how is it his fault when they can play like this? Right? Well, it's all but it's yeah. his fault. Everything but, is going to be his fault. But it's overly his fault. It's overly his fault. Well, I, I think there's there's some sensitivity to being overly critical of players at times, unless unless their name is LeBron James <laughs> or Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I think those are the two guys that kind of wear most of it, right? <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca, Mike? It's Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harbin. Speaking of LeBron James, coming up next, how should the Lakers proceed now that LeBron has said, yeah, maybe I'll be back, maybe I won't be? 
The answer might shock you. That's straight ahead right here. Jason and Mike from the TireRack.com studios. This is Fox Sports Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.